Yes, yes indeed. You're listening to me. I am Childrick, and this is episode 35. 35 glorious episodes where we give fact about current events and news happening all over the world. The entire world. All the information. So today, today, just perusing the headlines. Now you guys know that I happen to favor the Gateway Pundit simply because I like to have whatever news is happening to be filtered through knowledgeable people with integrity, knowledgeable, truthful people, people who seek the truth, and this is the filter. And when situations come through that filter and they check and double check and verify their sources, verify their information, you get a thorough picture. Now, I'm not saying that there isn't a directive in their inclinations because most certainly that is the case. But their inclinations are very close to my own. And so that's why I tend to reach for their headlines and read some of their stories. Today, the headline in the Gateway Pundit says, McCain tells inner circle he does not want President Trump at his funeral. Have him send Mike Pence. So, this guy, this poor fella. What can we say? The guy's battling brain cancer, okay? Donald Trump, as president, is the least of this man's worries. So there's really not much to be said about that. And we don't really like to say this guy's name because he's done some shady things, very, very shady things. He's tied into some shady people. And I don't wanna go into too much about uh, this guy because, well, there's a number of reasons. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. It's like there's enough for a full book in and of itself and I don't have time for that. I don't have time for this guy. I don't have time for his ideas. This guy has been doing stuff that is, uh, yikes, so. If he happens to go here in the near future, we will have missed an opportunity to see the look on his face when he's caught doing all of his nefarious things. But I want to dwell on this particular individual because there are so many left in the swamp that we must sift out of the muck and mire and remove from the halls of power. So we are entering, we are entering a phase where the mainstream media being the propaganda tool and being weaponized by the liberals on the left and the former administration's deep state holdovers, publishing leaks. And when we research this, we find out that all of these people 
involved in these major news networks are related to each other. They're all family. They're all married. And they were all married to individuals who were working in the Obama administration. So, it doesn't take a genius to realize that these people have gotten together and decided to somehow affect the, the scenario to their advantage. To what end is, insert any absurdity, because there's clear violations of the law here. There's clear violations of, of they have clearly gone beyond their sphere as journalists, as responsible press. You have big tech, you have the Obama administration, you have the mainstream media, and it is clear that all of these are working in conjunction to affect their own desired end or their ends. And that in and of itself is an absurdity. <laughs> for an example, for an example, we have what we've come to know as the deep state takedown of General Flynn. Now, let's go through the timeline. On December 28th, 2016, General Flynn has a flurry of calls with Russian Ambassador Kislyak on part of his transition work as the uh, National Security Advisor. The very next day, on December 29th, 2016, Flynn calls senior Trump transition officials to discuss his phone calls that he had the day before with Kislyak. Now, on December 31st, 2016, Kislyak calls Flynn again with good news that Russia won't escalate retaliation for sanctions that Obama placed on Russia. Flynn then relates this message to transition officials. On January 10th, 2017, BuzzFeed publishes the entire Russian dossier. January 12th, 2017, an unknown, illegal, illegally leaked, an unknown person illegally leaks General Flynn's phone calls discussing Russia's sanctions with Kislyak to the media. And the media goes full-on wild as Russian fever is in full gear. On January 14th, two days later, Flynn tells Pence he didn't discuss Russia sanctions with Kislyak. And that bears out in the original uh, information. That bears out. He actually didn't lie. Just simply receiving the information, receiving a message from someone doesn't implicate you and, and doesn't, doesn't indicate that you have negotiated anything or put anything forward. It's just that he relayed the, the message. It's not illegal. <laughs> January 24th, 10 days later, 2017, Peter Strzok ambushed General Flynn with the help of McCabe with a surprise interview about his conversations with Russian Ambassador Kislyak. This is what led to Flynn's firing. On February 13th, General Flynn resigns as National Security Advisor. On December 1st, 2017, many months later, General Flynn pleads guilty to lying to the FBI about his conversations with Kislyak. 
So the thing that is striking in this whole timeline is that Comey doesn't seem to be concerned about who illegally leaked General Flynn's phone calls. And it goes, it goes to show you that this is more proof that Obama's corrupt Justice Department and FBI wasn't concerned about national security at all. In fact, the redactions uh, made to the House Intel report weren't about national security either. They were made to protect Comey. Otherwise, how did they get the information? It, so it, it appears that keeping the FISA court approvals current was, the, was a critical portion of the Obama deep, deep State team's insurance plan that it allowed the FBI to spy on the Trump campaign before the election and after the inauguration. It also allowed Deputy Attorney General Rosenstein to authorize Mueller's team to conduct spying on members of the Trump campaign under the unrestricted FISA umbrella. And as we learned this week, Mueller has a copy of every phone call, text message, uh, and every email made by all the folks in the Trump campaign. And so, so, <laughs> so I think that uh, it's correct that when it was first reported that Mueller's team had wiretapped Manafort's telephone, it had to correct its reporting because it re its reporting indicated that Mueller was illegally spying on Manafort. And not to mention his illegal 4 a.m. raid on Manafort's house or his illegal raid and confiscation of the files belonging to uh, Michael Cohen. So the most important question is why under any circumstances should anyone from the outgoing administration surveil a call between a government official, Flynn, in his official transition capacity for the duly elected incoming administration, even if it involved discussions with a foreign government? And the short answer to that is they shouldn't. They shouldn't be doing any of that. The transition duties are official duties. And this surveillance of Flynn is no less outrageous than it would have been for Flynn to surveil Obama officials while still in office during the transition. The transition is an official government activity. Obama and uh, his folks were just mad that they lost and they could no longer enforce their policies and uh, preferences post-transition, which took all of the, the fangs out of everything that Obama did. Why should anyone from a previous administration undertake an interview of a transition official about his complete legal, official, and necessary communications attended to the incoming administration's duties? And so then those improperly surveilled discussions to be illegally leaked adds insult to injury in this case. I mean, this is a, this is a gross abuse of power from the get-go. It's telling that this information has been kept from Congress, and more importantly, the American people also. Um, and I believe that it's rational and prudent uh, to consider what else they're sitting on or what else they may have likely deleted from the record. I mean, those activities are subversion. That's subversion of the government of the United States. And if you go to the legal definition of subversion, it says, subversion, a noun, a systematic attempt to overthrow or undermine a government or political system by persons working from within. Also, the crime of committing acts in furtherance of such attempt.
Jeez, these guys. So the FBI under Comey was very aggressive in investigating and framing General Flynn, but mysteriously never, never went after the leaker, the person who leaked, the, leaked in the first place. And we all know that, they're not, that the FBI under Comey wasn't interested in, in investigating Hillary Clinton, her emails, her server, national security crimes, Clinton Foundation crimes. But they're aggressive in illicitly investigating the Trump campaign and the Trump administration. You know, Mueller's not, uh, the FBI isn't interested in uh, Clinton, Obama, Benghazi, Uranium One crimes and collusion with Russia, getting our uranium. But they're extremely aggressive in investigating and prosecuting Trump-connected parties <laughs> when there's not even one iota of evidence that they colluded with Russia. So now we have, we have officials in the government acting illegally and then attempting to further act illegally by covering up what they've done. It's subversion. It's subversion. It's an attempted coup of a duly elected president of the United States. More and more calls now for Kerry, John Kerry, to be cited. More calls for Kerry to be cited under the Logan Act. Lock him up. We talked about this in the last episode. It wasn't just a few hours ago. <laughs> I try to do uh, an episode a day. I know I was gone for a week. And so we're getting back up to speed. But this is, where, uh, this is where we stand in this scenario. These people, these liberals, these Obama people, the deep state, whatever you guys want to call them, they're liberals. This liberal group of people, the Hillarys, the, the Clintons, the Obamas, They're garbage. They're garbage. They're garbage people. They're a garbage organization. And, and these are, you know, when you hire somebody to do a job and, and they assure you, they make assurances to you. I'm like, yes, you go to hire somebody who's a painter. Okay, explain to him what you want. He's like, you know, there's a certain level that you want. You can do the thing. And he tells you, he reassures you over and over and over again. No problem. No problem. I know exactly what you want. We know what to do. You know, we're the best. We're the best. We're the best. Nobody else can paint like us. Nobody else knows how to paint. Compared to us, everyone is an amateur. And they pump themselves up and they just keep going. Yep, yep. Nope. Don't even, you don't even have to say, we know exactly what you want. It's going to be the most amazing thing you've ever seen. And they bring you in all proud of the job they've done. And you walk you into the room and you look around and there's paint everywhere. And it's a mess. And the place is just trashed. And you're thinking to yourself, hold on, like, I, I, you said you were the best. You, you said that you knew what you were doing. You told me that you knew what I wanted. And then when you bring me in, when it's done, this place is thrashed. It's a mess. And this is the worst paint job I've ever seen. That is... This group of liberals, they'll tell you so many things like, well, we know what you want. We know what you want. We know what you want. We'll get in there and we'll do it. And it's going to be great. You're, you're never going to, it's, we're going to be the greatest. We're the best. And you get in there and the place is just, 
It's horrible. And then, so the painter, you, you, you say, how could you do this? And he's like, well, I thought it would be easy. Um, turned out to be really hard. And we put a lot of effort into it, but we still suck. And, I, and that's when the painter tells you that, well, he lied to you. He just needed the money. <laughs> and so you've got a choice. Someone's going to have to come in and clean up the mess and actually repaint the place, right? And you have a choice as to whether you're going to hire this person ever again or anyone involved with this person. That's where you stand. That's the choice that you have to make. And it's pretty obvious that you don't want to hire this guy again. He just made a big mess and lied to you. Said he was the best and he was the worst. It was the complete opposite. Said he knew what he was doing. He didn't know a thing. And, and he, then he admits that he did it because he just wanted the money. That's liberals. That is Hillary Clinton. That is Bill Clinton. That is the Obamas. That's what these people are. They will tell you anything just to get to the money. But the, in, in reality, they don't have a clue as to what they're doing. And they will leave the place a complete and utter mess. That is these people. They're a joke. And they're, they're it, it's, it's, they themselves, I can't take them seriously at all. They are the biggest joke ever in history. Yet, when you hear them speak about themselves, they're like, we're the only ones that know. We're the only ones. We're the, we're the powerful ones. No, no. <laughs> you other people don't have a secret society that meets and decides the fate of the world. You don't have that. We do. We have a secret club. Does that secret club involve human trafficking? I just want to know. Just want to know. You guys have taken this to the nth degree. And you're not even good at it. You just leave a big fat mess. I'm not going to hire you ever again. Ever. Anyone who says, anyone who you say, well, he has my endorsement. I, they are out, period. Gone. Never get, I will never listen to any of them. You've burned yourselves. Now your brand is nothing but lies and deceptions and not even good ones. They're terrible. Well, we're going we're gonna to take over. Get out of here, pencil pusher. Well, well, you could have got the information, but I erased it with my number two eraser. <laughs> well, I, uh, the names were redacted. I erased them with my, with my special eraser. No one will ever know. Except we have multiple agencies that keep this information. God, these people are so stupid. So stupid. And, and so their, their whole thing is they're hinged, they're, they're hedging their bets on the fact that there are liberals out there in the world that are dumber than they are. Sad fact is it's true. The, the, <laughs> the rest of their whole flock of followers is is just as retarded, if not more retarded than they are. It's horrible. It's horrible. These people have no business being anywhere near politics. Get out. That goes for the United States. That goes for Canada. That goes for Europe. You guys, get out. Get out. It's ridiculous that we've, got, that we've come to this point. It's just ridiculous. It's insane. These people have lost their minds over nothing. Over nothing. I, I, I go off on these people all the time. It's like they get to the age of retirement, essentially, 
you know, they're, they're in their 60s or 70s, and they're just, I'm going to be the one. They obsess about this. They obsess about it. They stay in cars. I'm going to stay here. No one's going to. And then you catch them doing something, one little thing, and they're like, well, I'm not seeking re-election. Oh, oh, I'm going to retire. Well, it looks like it's uh, time to retire. Yeah. As soon as they started uh, investigating some of these people and some of the dealings that they've been having, yeah, all of a sudden, oh, oh, uh, I'm going to have to, uh, you know what? I've, I've served and I feel like my, my service is, is, my service time is done. It's time to, to, to pass the torch. I want you to pass the torch to somebody I like. And uh, I don't want uh, Trump to come to the funeral. Send Mike Pence. Thanks. So just to let you know, McCain, on the way out, on the way out, yeah, thanks for leaving a big fat mess. Thanks for leaving a big fat mess. 